solo mente. You are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, your daily podcast covering the Houston Texans every single day here on the Locked On Podcast Network. And as always, I'm your host, Texans reporter for ESPN Houston, Cody Davis, along with my partner in crime. John, some sports guy Hickman. Sorry that we missed yesterday's show, but we're back. And it seems like we're going to have, in some aspect, an all-quarterback show, trade rumors, with Sam Darnold heading to the Carolina Panthers, what does that do for Houston, Deshaun Watson, and any other potential teams involved? Also, uh, with the draft, what, Cody, uh, two and a half weeks away? Yes, sir. First pick in the third round, not where you would want to be if you're a Texan fan, especially with the talent that's coming out. You would want more uh, picks, higher picks, but the first pick in the draft for Houston where should they go? And that's where we're going to get off to. And the rumors of Alex Smith heading to Houston as well. So, Cody, let's go ahead and get it kicked off. Sam Darnold is in Carolina now. And they have a they, they're, they're going to have a, a very uh, messy quarterback situation as well. They just signed Teddy Bridgewater last year. And um, now they traded for Sam Darnold. But now that takes the team's of potential landing spots for Deshaun Watson takes one down, right? You take Carolina off the list. It looks like with the 49ers drafting up, they are going to get one of those quarterbacks. So you can take the 49ers off their list, but the list for potential teams that if a trade would become available, if a team is still dedicated to the possible idea of the idea of the possibility having Deshaun Watson, you know, you, you're, you're going to deal with what comes with it. But I don't see a team doing that. But the Niners, the Dolphins, the Panthers, and the Jets are all off that list. And that leaves very few teams left for Deshaun Watson in a possible destination if it plays out that he'd be actually able to play next year. And I don't, I don't think he will play. But possible landing spots for Deshaun changed. And where, if any place, could you see Watson landing with the quarterback market just shifting across the NFL? Houston, plain and simple. And um, John, you also failed to mention the Philadelphia Eagles as well. They was also on a potential trade destination for Deshaun Watson. Now they seem committed to Jalen Hurst as well. Now, look, guys. As John alluded to, there was a big trade regarding the Jets and the Panthers, and you guys might be wondering, you know, why in the world are we going to talk about this trade? Because of the ramification that it has for the Houston Texans and Deshaun Watson. First and foremost, when you look at the New York Jets, they are hell-bent on drafting Zach Wilson. You take a look at the Carolina Panthers, not only do they have a young quarterback in Sam Darnold who is going to come in and take over that starting quarterback role they are also committing to Sam Darnold for at least not just the 2021 season but the 2022 season as well so your next question is going to be well where does that leave Teddy Bridgewater if you're the Carolina Panthers why in the world would you trade for Deshaun Watson now for Bridgewater when a you no longer have the draft capital and b you're fully committed to Sam Darnold 
But John and listeners, nobody is telling me this, but this is just my speculation. The next quarterback to fall will be Teddy Bridgewater, and I have some sense that he will be moved on to the Denver Broncos because they are possibly the only trade destination left for Deshaun Watson. But John, what has what have I been saying this whole entire time ever since we got the news that the Denver Broncos are positioning themselves for to, to make a run at Deshaun? They don't have enough, at least in my opinion. They do not have enough where I can say that is a good trade package for Deshaun. And of course, we're talking about pre-allegations here. So if that were to happen, Bridgewater to Denver, where does that leave Deshaun? right here in Houston. And John, it's kind of funny that we're talking about this again because on our Friday installment of Locked On Texans, I say best case scenario for the Houston Texans and Deshaun is to just sit tight for the rest of this year, see what the market is going to offer next year because the Miami Dolphins, they are committed to a tour this year. Nobody knows what the future has in store for Tua in the Miami Dolphins next year. And Miami, they have set themselves up to where they're going to have a plethora of other options if Tua does not work out for them next season. I get it, listeners. John, myself, everyone is sick of the Deshaun Watson trade talk. As I say here on every single day of Locked On Texans, as of right now, this man has more things to be worried about than where he's going to continue his career. But it just looks like... Deshaun Watson, like it or not, is going to continue to be a member of the Houston Texans. And John, given how crazy and serious things continue to get every single day, if the Texans want to move on from Deshaun, they might be forced to release him. And I just wanted to bring that up because I saw a couple of people talking about the possibility of the Texans being able to release Deshaun and they won't have any kind of penalty because everything that's going on. And once again, I still don't believe that is a valid option for the Texans, but like it or not, Deshaun is still going to be on this roster this season. I will say this, Cody, a little bit towards your point, the odds of wherever he will fall are slowly decreasing day by day, right? I mean, you had to put money on which team, everybody would be kind of getting a little nervous because you just don't know. But those odds are something that you can still bet on at betterline.ag. Go make you some extra cash. Summertime is coming up. You want to go out, you want to look fly, you want to make some extra money on the side without having to work for it, betonline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all of your sports action. Football is over, but you got the NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are all in full swing. BetOnline even covers award shows, TV shows, and reality TV with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. Hey, head to the website, use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook expert, make sure you use promo code LOCKEDON. Today on the Locked On Today podcast, get more of the sports news you need in less time with the Locked On Today podcast. Follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. The NFL draft is very important. There's so much talent that's coming into the NFL. So Houston won't get the first round pick, get the second round pick, but it's very important that they get it right. And Cody, for me, what has Houston's biggest question mark been so far this offseason? The quarterback position. 
And I want Houston fans to get away from the idea of a Watson trade that would propel them, uh, propel Houston into a top five pick. What I like to see and expose is the idea of Kyle Trask being selected by Houston uh, as their future quarterback with their first pick in the third round out of Florida. But you look at Kyle Trask, 6'5", right? Good arm strength. I like his pocket presence. He has a good ball placement. 68 touchdowns, 15 interceptions in the last two years at Florida. Number 11 completion percentage in the nation. Number two points per game responsible for a huge part of what Florida's success was. Him and and Tony, they had a great connection. And um, he was able to be very fluid and comfortable at times in Florida. I think Houston and Trask would be a good pairing. You have a bridge quarterback like Tyrod Taylor. I mean, that's that. when Tyrod was signed, I immediately thought who was going to be Deshaun Watson's successor? Who's going to be the next franchise? That's all I thought. So now I want to see, I think Kyle Trask would be good here in Houston. Um, you get him with a, a coaching staff that can coach a young quarterback, get him comfortable, and he won't have that much pressure because he's coming into a situation where uh, we don't have to deal with what, what what doesn't want to be here and who we don't want anymore in the town. I do like that pick, and I've always said if Kyle is there with your first selection in the third round, even though I will want them to pick a defensive back, you take a chance on Kyle. And I like him because since you have Tyrod Taylor on this roster, that would give Kyle an opportunity, a chance to learn the game of football at the NFL level. Not only that, you have Pep Hamilton, who has put together a really good track record of developing some really good young quarterbacks in this league. Give him a year to develop, especially with the opportunity to learn from Tyrod Taylor. I'm pretty sure he might be ready to take over as that starting quarterback role in 2022. And John, I do believe if Kyle is there, not only would I say the Texans would have drafted their next quote-unquote franchise quarterback, but they might come away with one of the biggest steals in this year's draft. I am very high on Kyle, by the way. However, as I mentioned, and as you guys heard on this show before, when looking at positions, when looking at what to do with the Texans first pick at number 67th in the third round, to me, by far, I say you have to go a defensive back. Matter of fact, John and listeners, if it was up to me and I was able to be in the Texans war room, I will say six out of your eight picks should come on the defensive side of the ball. Because yes, they did a pretty good job fixing a lot of these holes in free agency, especially when you take a look at the linebacking core. But when you take a look at the defensive line, of course, everything that has to deal with the secondary, there's still a couple holes that the Houston Texans still need to fix. And I I, I go back and forth with this a lot, safety, corner, corner, safety, and I really don't know which one they should focus on more. However, when I take a look at their safety position, you have Lonnie Johnson Jr. who proves he was better once you made that switch from corner to safety. You have Justin Reed, who I feel is going to be able to thrive under Lovey Smith. And not only that, one of their best free agent signings that they had this year was the signing of safety Terrence Brooks. So that safety position is going to be better in 2021 than what we saw in 2020. However, cornerback, 
that is still a little bit of a question because I do feel that the cornerback situation is still the Texans' weakest position. So, and the guy who should be on the Texans' draft board is Kevin Joseph, the cornerback from Kentucky. In 2018, he had a really good season as a freshman at LSU, but he was suspended throughout the 2019 season after violating some NCAA rules. And after transferring from LSU to Kentucky, he had a pretty good season last year. He recorded 25 tackles and what I like most about Joseph is that he's a guy who has proven he has a knack to find the ball on the defensive side of the ball John you saw we only ended the season with what four or five interceptions and one of them came from JJ Watt so you might as well say three or four interceptions because that's how weak our secondary was if you add Kevin Joseph to this secondary I'm pretty sure he will be able to record at least one or two interceptions throughout the 2021 seasons of course if he has the opportunity to when it if he gets playing time last season for the kentucky wildcats he recorded four interceptions and has six pass deflections so even if he misses an opportunity to record an interception he is still going to be there to get a pass deflection and that is also something that the texans need and he can play the passing lane pretty good because he is an athletic corner during his pro day a couple days ago he ran a 437 which lets you know this guy is fast and he also posted a 42 inch vertical he stands at 63 so he's a guy who's able to go one-on-one with some of the bigger receivers the only thing i would say about joseph if the texans were to draft him i would say we're not going to see much of him throughout his rookie season because he set out the 2019 season the 2020 season he really did not show the promise that he showcased in lsu so if anything for the texans i think more so than anything because their first draft pick is going to be in the third round they're going to have to do everything they can to hit a home run on this pick which means I will much rather see them draft a guy who is a little bit more ready to come in and make an impact as a rookie kevin joseph I don't know if he's going to be that player though, which means if they were to draft him, he's going to have to learn the game of football at the NFL level. And of course, you're looking at another project for the Texans. However, if you don't draft him in the third round, you definitely take him if he's still on the board in the fourth round. The Texans do have some interesting ways they can go uh, fourth and fifth round. All right. I think players who, you know, had a difficult year because of COVID slip uh, i'm looking at like a carry vincent out of lsu uh man there's so many great running backs coming out but i know one thing it, it, throughout this draft i do want them to address the wide receiver position houston will face difficult decisions with the draft however what should not be difficult is making your life easier rockauto.com with every increasing number of makes like Fiat, Kia, and models like Pacifica and XT5, it is now impossible to stock all of your parts you need in a traditional chain storefront. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidated questioning and wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer, choosing only the brand his warehouse happens to carry? Come on, guys, we can do better than that. You have computers with access to rockauto.com at your home and in your pocket. One reason to repair and maintain your car is to save money that you can use for other important things like mortgage or food. Why would you choose to spend 30, 50, or even 100% more for the exact same auto parts at a chain store or new car dealership? 
For example, the Delphi FG1456 fuel pump assembly for a 2005 through 2010 Honda Odyssey cost $353.99 at Advance, a big chain store. But it only cost $216.79 at rockauto.com. Chain stores have a different price tiering for professional mechanics and do-it-yourselfers. RockAuto.com prices are the same for everybody and are reliably low. RockAuto.com always offers the lowest prices available rather than the changing prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do. RockAuto.com is for everybody and does not require a membership or account login. Go to RockAuto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in their how do you hear about us box so they know we sent you amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com the nfl draft is weeks away we just talked about it but it's time for you to start following locked on nfl draft duo the draft do watches every prospect so you don't have to listen to them and the locked on nfl draft podcast can be your daily draft news and mock draft podcast Follow the Locked On NFL Draft podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Before we close out this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, uh, really quick, over the weekend, there was a report that came out from the NFL Network that said that the Texans could pursue quarterback Alex Smith if Deshaun Watson isn't on the team in the fall. And there are several ways you can look at this. Of course, given everything that's going on, that could possibly mean suspension or a trade. And as you know, early on in the show, we talked about the possibility of Deshaun Watson still being on this roster moving forward, which means nine times out of 10, if Deshaun is not on the field for the Texans in 2021, then he's suspended. However, with that being said, John and listeners, I'm not too sure how I feel about the news that the Texans could position themselves to go out after Alice Smith. I understand that before free agency opened up, I, you know, broke down why Alex Smith possibly would have been a good fit for this organization. Um, It was during the same time when I also said that I'm pretty sure the Texans would be in a position to sign Tyrod Taylor. And as we all know now, the Texans decided to go with the latter in Taylor. However, if they were to bring in Alex Smith, John, do you see a situation where we might be looking at a dual quarterback situation between Taylor and Smith? Because both of these guys are in similar situations where if they were to come and play for the Texans in 2021, you're looking at a possibility where both of these guys will only play one season and both of these guys will be a bridge quarterback with the opportunity to groom the quote unquote next guy who can possibly take over as the Texans new starting quarterback. Yeah. I mean, I don't, I wouldn't really want to bring Alex Smith in at all. I Agreed. think, um, I think, I think Alex Smith would probably fit Houston's offense with the talent that they have currently a little bit more than Tyrod Taylor. I'm not interested in bringing in Alex Smith, who has this great story of how he came back to play football, but I'm I'm the same guy who tweeted, I don't think Alex Smith should be playing football anymore. So no, I don't want to see him in Houston. But but what I will say is, one, I'm not surprised that we're getting this news because as we saw throughout the offseason, the Texans have been targeting guys or majority of the players that they brought in are guys that the coaching staff, especially David Culley and the general manager, Nick Casario, has some type of history with. And Alex Smith was the quarterback for the Kansas City Chiefs 
during the time when David Cully was there as their wide receiver coach. And we all know how bad that was. However, what I would say, Alex Smith in the eight games that he did play for the Washington football team last year, he had a pretty good outing. He threw for 1,582 yards and had a record of five and one as the starting quarterback. And part of the main reason why he led the Washington football team to the playoffs in that, which of course, arguably the worst division in the nfl so if we didn't have tyrod taylor i would be on board and bringing in smith you guys could go back and look at the tape when i was breaking down both of these potential signings i said at the time i would much rather alex smith because we saw him last year have more success now that you got taylor uh, i think it's going to cause too much of a drama and what i don't want to happen is us getting into a situation where john and myself and other texans reporter are saying to themselves every single day who's going to be the texan starting quarterback moving forward i think with tyrod yeah, taylor yeah we don't it know wouldn't that. be a drama if it, if it was a drama it would be a drama that's not worth watching like i mean it wouldn't be a, a controversy it would just be well inconsistency let's say this yeah. let's say inconsistency i think uh, uh another ingredient for the texans to find success this year they're going to have to find some type of consistency moving forward i'm john some sports guy hickman thank you for locking in with us on locked on texans follow us on twitter at locked on texans like us on facebook subscribe to the podcast on all the major podcasting platforms including the odyssey app follow me on twitter at some sports guy and as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace. You are locked on Texans. Your daily podcast on the Houston Texans, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.